Good evening, Patriots. And it is December 31st. It's Sunday. It's New Year's Eve, the last day of being able to say 2023. And then we're going to jump into 2024. Now, you're going to probably hear a bunch of kids in the background. That would be the Cantrell family lit up on fire, which is good. In good ways. They're excited. It's New Year's. And I'm just going to extend a very happy New Year's to my parents, who I haven't talked to since Friday. And I'll give them a call after the show because I know they're out there. And I uh, love you guys. Just been a little bit crazy busy. And yesterday I was, to- was totally exhausted. I've been doing, I've been hunting coyotes late at night. It just leaves me tired in the day because I'm trying to find those things that killed my calf. And I will succeed in this. But I go out late at night. And I was out late at night for like till way in the morning last night. Been doing that every day, which is good. They they know I'm coming. So this is good. Real quick, before we jump into our show tonight, we have a special guest tonight. And I'm really excited. And it's, it's very meaningful because this person has been with me in this channel and all that we built here um, nearly from the beginning. And he has been an unbelievable brother in Christ. He has been a, he's an amazing father. He is an amazing grandfather. He has dedicated his life to the church and to his faith. And he's been an instrumental in building the mod section in the early days. And he has been just continues to be a great part of our community. And that would be Teddy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Bear. He's going to be on here in just a moment. So real quick, real before we get going, um, only going to plaster you with one ad tonight. And that would be my pillow because it's important on a night like this that when you get through with New Year's Eve that you have a good place to sleep. A good pillow to sleep on, a good mattress to sleep on, good ma- sheets to sleep on. And yes, you know where to go. You go to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You know that we, they've been with us now officially as a as a supporter for this channel since June, May, May of 2021. It's pretty amazing. And super group, group of people to work with. Mike Lindell is amazing. I've had a chance to have him, you know, meet with him and talk with him a number of times and personally and also was able to give him a Founder's Bible, which was really awesome. And his staff over at MyPillow is amazing. This amazing company. And it's an amazing company to support. So when you need those sleep products and things for your home, you want to support a Patriot company. If we had 300 of MyPillow companies like that, we'd be in great shape. Then you just head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's our Bards page. It's awesome. And then you use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of all the great savings. And there's some great savings going on right now, including free shipping on products, which is fantastic. So there you go. All right. I'm going to bring on this man. I think he's on right now. Teddy, you on? All right, Patriots. I don't really know what all that was about because we've been testing the system. And I've been, every time I turn around, there's something new that happens here. So that was Teddy as we tried to make that work and it didn't. And so you've now endured 13 minutes of like juggling around. It's New Year's. So we shouldn't be surprised that something crazy would happen. And, um, this is just what it is. But anyway, that's I want to just talk a little about Teddy. I'll just do it that way because I, I, I love this man. He's a great man. He's been a great part of our community. And um, I don't know they said it worked. I don't know. It worked because I put, the, I put the phone up to the mic. That's why you heard it. So that's what happened there, which is kind of a little bit odd. So anyway, the... Um, Okay, we're gonna, we may try. Let me see if we can try Skype. Skype may work. Let me see if Skype works. I don't know if it's. Uh... Teddy, put your Skype number in the, 
in chat, would you? It'd be good so I can see it or, or, or hit me up on Signal. We can do that. We'll try one more effort on this. Let me see. I'm going to text Teddy. Um, we'll see if we can get him back on. I don't know if he's... I think he's still with us. Yeah, there he is. Okay, so I just want to see what his Skype name is. There he is. Teddy's back. All right, we're going to try Skype. We'll try that one more time. We'll see if any of that works. It's crazy, crazy connections. Because I'd like to have him on tonight. It would be a great... But anyway, I'm going to talk a little bit about him so I can embarrass him if he does come on a little bit more. Um, <laughs> someone says ham radio. I'm about ready to go to that. I swear. We're going to have to do like a ham radio network. I think we'd be better off that than like... Um, spinning our and maybe spinning with bicycle power or something i'm serious this is crazy so if um hopefully i can get teddy's skype name and then if we can do that we'll try skype and we'll see if that works unless he could bring him back on but either way um teddy aka bear which is it took me forever to figure out why he's called himself bear literally and then it like one day he's just like look he's talking to me he's like dude teddy bear i'm like oh okay pretty obvious. Wonderful man. He is a father and he's also a grandfather and he works with John Benziger um, down in Arizona in his church and Redeemer Church and which I visited. Just a great family overall and just an exemplar family. And we talk about like families in this day and age and protecting the family and raising up strong families. Teddy's one of those. And he's been a big part of raising up in, in the in the beginning of really getting this family rooted and solid. And so Teddy was instrumental in Bard's Fest 1. I could not have done it without him. He has been just stalwart in all that he's done. He has constantly looked out for the well-being of this channel. He's looked out for the well-being of people. And in full testimony of this, Teddy has always been that person that at times when I was probably a little more uh, intense, might be a word, that Teddy would be the person that would step in and go, hey, why don't you let us handle this one and uh, don't worry about it. We got it. And so there was a lot of good brotherly counsel that came through there, especially with all the things that were going on in that growth phase that we had in, on this channel. And we started in 20, November 2020. And it was really amazing because that growth exploded things. As you know, and it, it's even to this day, there's parts of it I'm still catching up on, which I know it sounds crazy to people, but the volume of things that happened in a span of about three or four months was mind boggling. And that carried on actually for about six months because I was doing six shows a day. And that's an unbelievable demand when you're trying to do good modding. And that's where Teddy was just instrumental in building moderator teams and really getting in to build the quality of them, to get them people that were solid in the body of Christ and to really build something in this channel, in this chat that has been everlasting. And what that is, is it's a community that is unlike any other community on the web. And while we can talk about Bard's nation as a whole, and we can talk about the, uh, the, the way that things work here as we've come together as a community, it's important to recognize where these roots are. Teddy was one of those that stepped in and just basically, you worry about content. I'm going to build a team to build a great community online. And he did it. And we worked together 
And he really embedded and infused the idea of love on these platforms. And I, I can't stress that enough because if you go around to other platforms, there's good platforms, by the way. Resistance Chicks have a great platform. And that's one of the reasons that we found such commonality. Bars Nation is a, every, every kind of, what you want to call virtual nation, is its own, has its own community cohesiveness and character. And Bars Nation is very unique. It's unique on many levels. We have the people that are action-driven, and people that are very rooted in the in the in the word of Christ, and in the moderator space in the chat. I mean, if you remember early on with the explosion we had, we had so many trolls at the beginning, and it was it's a problem and it's very distracting. And um, the mods, the, the mod teams, that moderator teams that Teddy built handled them so well. We didn't. It wasn't just a blocking. I don't think most people know this. Even to this day, we don't block people blunt blatantly. We may use a block as a timeout, but every single person that gets blocked has a discussion. If we have somebody in chat, where there, if I'm going along and we see somebody in chat, there is a discussion um, behind the scenes with moderators or even sometimes with myself, depending on where we are on the show, of checking in to see how we should handle this person. Because we, we've lived by this philosophy which from the very beginning that we need to meet everybody where they are. And I know that sounds pretty crazy sometimes listening to the show because I get pretty intense about things. Less so now. I think God's done a great job of really embodying me with a lot more love. 1 John 3, which we'll talk about in a minute. But in the process of all of this is the, the, the principle that we needed to create a channel and a, and, a, and a ministry. And this is what's a critical thing is it initially was a channel. It becomes a ministry, which it is now. It's a Spartan Nation ministry where people are welcome and brought in. And the most powerful thing that's happened, and everybody here is part of that in Bars Nation, and it is the idea that when people come in, they're welcome. And I can't tell you how many times I get comments of like, there's nobody else like you on the web, or who are you guys? We're welcomed here. And I know that same thing happens over on Resistance Chicks. And I don't know of a lot of other platforms that do it, to be very honest with you. I'm not saying they don't. I just don't have enough experience out there on checking out chat systems. But I can tell you that this is a unique group. And I'm proud of it. And I, and I really love you all for it. I have a great deal of love for Teddy for what he was part of building in the beginning. And it's one of those things you need to have. When you're building something this significant and you're putting the message out there, you need people around you that have the same philosophy of truly opening up the doors and welcoming people in and understanding that there's a line, but always working towards looking at every opportunities to bring somebody to Christ. And that's what Teddy was doing. And that's what he infused into every bit of our moderator philosophy, which was fundamental and foundational in everything we did here. And bigger than I was even able to keep track of at the time. I was grateful to have him because when you're doing six shows a day, like I was doing at a certain point, I couldn't manage the chat. There was just I, I literally had no bandwidth. I was doing as God called. I was doing a 5 a.m. and a 6 a.m. and a 10 a.m. And then we were doing, at one point, we were doing a 1 p.m. and then two more in the evening. So there was probably more like five or six or seven shows at a certain point. We're just pounding the, the airwaves with shows. And it was so important at that time because there was so much disruption in our lives so much expectation of things working the right way in our government and in elections, and we were all kind of shocked. And in that bewilderment of what had happened, the show came a place for all of us to come to to find common sense, and God was leading that in the whole way. 
I was just blessed to be his voice. And that's where I was also equally blessed to have someone of the caliber of Teddy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Bear, to step in and go, I'm here. I'm going to help you. And he did. And he did a great job. And the team he built was, been, been, was very powerful and lasted all the way through Bards Fest one and even one more a year. It's, it's, we've, we've, we've reorganized a bit, all for, all for good things, as people have moved to go to different places or have different things in their lives that have been demanding. We haven't seen even Teddy much lately because he has been so busy building and supporting the build and expansion of the church that John Benziker is at, which has been exploding down in Arizona, which is fantastic. That's great testimony to him. And that in itself, I'm just going to tell some of his story because that in itself is a big deal. And what it is is that Teddy was working in construction and was very dedicated to the church, giving this community an enormous amount of time. And then an opportunity came up, which was truly in his own prayers, to be able to move his family out of California and go to Arizona and be part of John Benziger's church. And all that came together very quickly. Everything lined up for him in just a way that God does things when we follow his will. And now Teddy has his entire life in that place of working in his calling and his skills and helping grow that church in amazing ways. The only thing he doesn't have yet, and I can t- I'm going to say this, and he's going to, I'm going to, I see, he can't even answer back to me right now, which is funny. I think this is good because I'm going to put him on the spot. It's so awesome. The only thing that Teddy doesn't, isn't doing it is he's not doing ministry. And we want Teddy doing ministry. And so that's really, if I, there's going to be a single prayer I have for Teddy, it's that this year he can step into ministry because he is so gifted. And to take his ministry really to the place where it needs to go. And I can just tell you that that's supported at John's church. So let's we'll pray on that later for him because I think that that would be great. Oh, he says he's doing it in a different way. I know. Don't, I, he's, he's telling this in chat. No, you don't, you don't get to do that. You got to do some straight up ministry. So, yeah, you're not going to escape the prayer, Teddy. It's coming. We're going to rain it down on you because we love you so much. Patriots, it's been an amazing year. And um, really has if we look at all the things that have transpired. Now, let me a couple things I want to hit on real quick because there's some big events that are coming up. And um, one of them is, um, oh, I, I'm going to have to ask Michelle to send me that flyer. I know she's in chat. So if you could send me that flyer, please, that would be great. So Michelle and Leah have a, I'll just go to their website. Michelle and Leah have an event coming up. And it's a revival and I'm super excited about it. And partly it's tying in with Bard's Nation. That's another reason I'm really excited about it. Let me get to it. Um, let me get this is probably one of the most casual and shows we've had in a long time. I'll tell you. Okay, so let's see what we've got here. We've got the resistance chicks right here. So Michelle and Leah. And uh Oh, there it is. She's got it to me. Thank you, Michelle. Okay, so they're having a revival. It's called the Dam Patch Revival. And it's in Oxford, Indiana. And they have this if you go to their website, that flyer is up there. You can go there and see it. It's up at the it's on the top bar. Michelle manages her own website, which is very impressive because I don't do that. And she does a good job. Um, it's on the top bar. Click on the Dan Patch Revival. Okay. And you're gonna get Times and this time of this revival is on Saturday, January 13th, 2023. It's going to be worship, deliverance, prayer, food, fellowship. It's going to be awesome. It is people that are starting this 
are tied to Bards Nation and Resistance Nation, which is awesome. So head on over there. So, so go to resistancechicks.com. Check it out. It's really great. And Michelle's going to put up some local hotels. She may have already done that. I'm looking right now. Not yet, but so that's going to be put up. They're going to have, there's a couple local hotels. It's a pretty small town, Oxford, Indiana, and it's worth checking this out. So again, Saturday, January 13th, 2023, the address is there. If you're, I'll give it to you, but it's on the website. It's 302 West Plum Street, Oxford, Indiana, and it starts at 5 p.m. And they're going to go till, I think they're going till like 5 a.m. the next day or something. I'm, I'm kidding. It's going to go until it ends. That's the great thing about the ladies. They will just keep going and going. And it, and it is a great event. So this is kind of what I would loosely call pop-up events. You're going to see some of those this year. And that's part of the way we're going to organize because we're really focused on one. I know I would said last year we're going to do a bunch of them. But I'm God really put on my heart one Bards Fest this year. And I that means... And some people are asking about Yuba City, and my answer is, Yuba would like to have us back. I, I'm not being called to go there this year. I think it's going to be the following year. But we're going to go back, as it's looking right now, because I just spoke with Willie, and it sounds like we're going to be back in Flemingsburg for our, our uh, event. And it's going to be next fall. We're going to get that all scheduled probably close to the same time, end of September, beginning of October range. And it's going to be a big one, because this is going to be for the the fraudulent election that's going to be happening and the rigged election that we know will happen, but it's going to be a big one and it's going to be a good one and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be powerhouse. So you can look forward to that. In the meantime, we've got a lot of things happening. A lot of these pop-up events, which I will be very honest. It's one thing I have to be, I'm really, I admire a lot. Michelle and Leah do a lot of these quick pop-up events. They put them together quickly. They do a great job. And this is not going to be anything less than another great event. So try to make it to that if you can. That's going to be Indiana again. It's going to be in Dan Patch Revival with Resistance Chicks. And I, I believe Pastor Devonisa is going to be there too, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be fantastic. So you're going to see a lot of Bards Nation and Resistance Nation there. And we really want to encourage that as we go forward this year. We're going to need each other in so many ways. So... Um, Someone says, hopefully not during Isaiah 61 time, meaning Bards Fest. And I would answer that because I know who's saying that. And she would know better that I would never cross train, cross program a Bards Fest with Isaiah 61, Kit Kat. You know what I'm saying? So funny. Okay. So as we coordinate very, I coordinate a lot of these events with, as far as timing and gaps, where to put them in with the Church of Glad Tidings. And that's Pastor Dave Bryan and company down there. You all know, uh, hopefully know, um, you hopefully know uh, Brian and Alicia from there. CJ and Rick is part of that team. They're, uh, and CJ is the SRA, Satanic Ritual Abuse Overcomer, which is great. So we've had just a lot of great people come into the community. So I just want to kind of do a review of this last year and see how things are going and kind of look at where we've gone. And it's pretty amazing. We entered into 2023. And I'm not going to go off the top of my head of the big events because it's not really prevalent right there. But the one kind of the big thing that we entered into in 2023 was our focus here on walking with a loving and forgiving heart. And it wasn't easy. And I'm going to go back to that because I remember when I introduced that very clearly. I was on the drive down to the Church of Glad Tidings. And God put on my heart, you need to start teaching a loving and forgiving heart. I guess I was on the way back. I'm like, okay, so I start, we start doing that here. And it was, it, 
it was an uphill battle. And the reason so much of that was is there's still, and there still is, there's just still so much pain coming out of 20, the end of 2021 and then into 2022. And then we're in now to 2023, and there's just a lot of pain and, and anger over this injection, this death shot. And so asking people to forgive and to love is not intuitive when we get, when people are trying to kill you. And that was a lot of the response. And we, we worked on that for about three weeks, almost every show. And it was just a, an amazing thing to watch as our community came together and slowly embraced this idea. And, and I'm saying this, all of us, okay, because you know how I was with the vax. I've never been easy on it. And I'm also never going to go back on what I said, because I know that I know for a fact that some of the things that I was saying, which were brutal, um, things like you chose the vax, you're choosing salvation and a needle over salvation in Jesus. I know that um, a lot of what I saw coming was real because I had the experience of working in some of these labs and in particular around the transhumanist model that they were working with in the Department of Defense. It was crazy. I knew it was coming. And so a lot of these things were just a, um, a coming from a knowledge base and we we're trying to speak into this to say, look, you've got to make the right decision. It's very hard to wake people up. Well, all that said, um, we ended up in a transition point of having to realize that our battlefield had changed and it had shifted significantly to a place where we had to start looking at the other dimension of how do we start working more effectively. We went from being trying to keep people from taking it to the damage is done. Now we've got to work to heal them. And all that kind of worked in together. And I was driving down to, I was getting ready to go down on a trip and we'd been doing this for about three weeks. Maybe it was two and a half. And um, it was a Sunday and the story of Balenciaga broke. And I'm telling you, it, there you have a company that was openly using children. It was obviously, they were, it was pedophilia stuff. They were abusing children and who knows what else they were doing. All satanic ritual stuff in, in their own designs and probably darker than we ever want to know. And the, the pushback was intense. People were like, look, you want to just do loving and forgiving heart. And even for myself, I found myself in conflict with really, what are we going to do with this? So I'm driving down to Yuba City later that week to go to an event. And I'm talking to God. And I'm, I'm literally saying, okay, Lord, um, how do we do this? Because, and this is what I said to the Lord. I said, you've asked me to talk about a loving and forgiving heart. And I said, that's great, but it doesn't sell well. It's my exact words. When you have Balenciaga come into this. And God says, who's your enemy? And those words hit very hard. I'm accustomed very much to knowing who my enemy is. I'm accustomed very much to being able to move in a community, and especially when the works that I was doing in Afghanistan, to be able to sort out the good from those that are being captured to those that are the true evil. And you can sort those out. And that eventually leads to uh, a isolation, perhaps elimination or capture of that individual to remove them from the problem. And as God says this to me, and I sit here and I, and I realize in that moment, I had no answer. I couldn't put my finger on who this was. We can talk about a company, but a company is faceless. We can talk about an incident that we can talk about images, but the images have no user behind it. You can put the finger on the photographer, but the photographer is not the one that's pulling the strings and running the finances. And it, and it displayed a, a level of, of ineptitude 
that I had in my own research or inadequacy would be a better term in my own research to be able to say, this is where the real problem is. And I said, I don't know God. And he said, exactly. He says, that's why I need you to be in a loving and forgiving heart because justice is mine. And it just, it hit me right. And so we talked a lot about that. And so it really began a pretty significant change, not only for myself, but also for the community. Now, that's January, just so I touch on it, because it was in November that I had, um, in November, I actually starting actually in September, I had done an amazing tour across the country, which I, I have to highlight because there's a sequence of events here that all come together in a pretty amazing way, especially within the communities that we're talking about. We go back very quickly to August of 2021 to the first Bards Fest. And there is a unbelievable connection and synergy through a lot of people. And that whole Bards Fest was a four-day event, extremely exhausting. We did extremely well out of it. And we talked a lot about it over time. But the reason we're going back to 2021 is it was a, a festival that ends up being an event that ends up being a, re, a revival and repentance for the nation. And it was there that a lot of the connections that we are working with today were forged. And very interesting, the connection and bridge that I have with Michelle and Leah, the resistance chicks, was forged there. And we had just been two channels that knew each other. And then suddenly there they were standing there asking if they could interview me. And I recognized them from a channel that when we all got obliterated from YouTube. And it was like, wow, you are the resistance chicks. And a friendship struck off right there. That's all God, by the way, is how he does that. And we had so much of the focus on Bars Fest 1 as medical tyranny. So we head into 2022, and it's, these are important little touch points. And Michelle and Leah want to do a Bards Fest. God's told me no Bards Fest that year. He said, no Bards Fest for 2022. Focus on the fo focus on your homes. And so we focused heavily in 2022 on county by county and getting things rooted in with our gardens and our homeschools and our home churches, right work, you know, getting past medical tyranny, which was health and wellness taking care of knowledge. So we were building knowledge libraries in our home, making sure we had paper paper Bibles and getting to know our communities and then stewardship and conservation to get in our mindset of living with less and using what we have to the maximum, being very intentional about what we buy and what we use. And that was my focus for 20, upon my heart to, by God for 2022. And Michelle and Leah wanted to do an event and I committed to it. And I'd be very honest in whole public testimony, I didn't follow through well be honest with you. I was so wrapped up in my shows and my own stuff. And they they took the ball on that one. And they led. And they produced an outstanding event in September up at Plymouth Rock, which was taking us back to the Pilgrims and the Covenant. And they had asked me to attend and it just and to come and speak. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it. But at the same time, God puts on my heart to do a Bible tour, uh, what I call the Paul Revere Ride with Founders Bibles, and I literally took these Founders Bibles around the country. Didn't even know where I was going. I just had names, and God just led me, and we ended up linking to all sorts of people, including Ted Nugent and the Vice Governor of South Carolina, and ultimately back to the uh, Navajo Nation and uh, Vice President Lizer. But I ended up going up to Plymouth Rock. And that's where Michelle and Lee had their event. I was actually a day late, as I recall. Or, yeah, I was a full day late because of my schedule. And I got up there, and it was a fantastic event. They did a brilliant job at this. 
And it was a linking event of so many people. This is where I met Pastor Devin. This is where I met Paul Cantrell and his family. This is where um, this is where I met you know uh, other people that were there and more Native American connections. This is how I got the connection to go to the Navajo Nation. All that happened. It was fantastic. It was an amazing event they did, and they just they, and again it was this forging of a of a friendship and 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 teaming as we move forward into this world. So now that's, we're not quite into 2023 yet. It brings me then as I come back from that trip, I end up meeting Pastor Dave Bryan and didn't know who he was and got to know him. The next week I'm at uh, the men's camp. And the following two weeks later, I'm at Deliverance and, at, and what they call Isaiah 61. I didn't know anything about Deliverance. I got into it. I loved it. And what his teachings were outstanding. It spoke right to my heart. The men's camp was amazing, um, and all of that happened. And then every and I remember when I came back. If you remember in Isaiah sixty one, I said we're going to start doing deliverance on the channel, and we have. And this is how we pursued. And so that was something that lit up inside of me, as God leads, and literally took off. Now our, our community has continued to grow at this point in time. Bars Nation is growing. We've had a discussion going on now at that point since 2021 about building our own social media platform online and potentially hosting our own podcast. And through the backside of that, none of that was happening yet because I'd spent too much money and lost this money on developers that just didn't know what they were doing, and I thought they did. So that table got that project got tabled, and now we're into 2023. And so as we head into 2023, we start doing this loving and forgiving heart. We really work on that. And the, the trials of 2023 have been pretty obvious. I mean, we've seen the economy getting slaughtered. We've seen war drums brewing. We saw the invasion of Ukraine. Um, everything trying to bait us into the final times. And everything has gotten crazier by the day. And when we look around now at our country, and we see a country that's decimated, we have an open border, we have people flooding in. We have inner cities that are disastrous. We have drug use off the charts. We have homelessness that's off the scale. The economy is shrinking. All these things are happening. And yet there's still so much non-action or apathy within our country. And I think that's probably the reflection point that we have to really look at as we get to the end of 2023. The one thing that's been constant up and then we're going to get to Barsfest. So one thing that has been constant is the foundation here in Bars Nation. Now, Bars, the first Bars of Fest this year was in Yuba City. And that was Pastor Dave Bryan had asked specifically to have one there. And I prayed on it. It was a good thing. And it turned out to be an incredible event, small scale, like smaller than we had anticipated. But nonetheless, it didn't matter. That was kind of like the Gideon thing. And what the breakthrough was at the Bards Fest in Yuba City was what God put in my heart to say, we need to, you need to break bread. Need to have meals together. So this is where Jim Conley comes in. And Jim is a person in our community that is unbelievably talented. He has um, skills that are beyond skills. I had, he said he was a he was a good grill guy. And you know you hear people say that, and I'm like, okay, cool. I, and I'm really I'm hoping he is because he's going to lead a grill team. So we set up. I'm on the phone with him. We end up buying four wood and wood charcoal grills. They're smoker grills, and we get them from Walmart. And we bring them over. Oh, and by the way, I just want to make a special thanks to Walmart in Yuba City because I bought that stuff online, paid for it, and the next day my card got hacked and got frozen. So thank you, Walmart. Appreciate your, your online security a whole bunch. Um, so we got them over there, and this is where we had Jonathan and his family come in from Almirillo. They came in a day early, and the whole family got together, and they put these grills together with Jim, and this thing started to take life. 
Yuma City was a fan, great. The Church of Glad Tidings is an amazing host. We had an amazing time there. Um, great event. We had great speakers. And the, the big thing about that, and I, I can talk about the speakers all day. And that's probably one of the hallmarks of Bars Fest is we have great speakers. And everything is God-centric, as it should be. But one of the critical things about Yuba City was the food. And it's because we did something as God had led that instead of people going out to lunch or we're having food wagons or whatever, we, our team, which was Jim and his team, cooked all the food. And they cooked lunch and dinner. And they were going 24-7 and almost, and I'm really not exaggerating because they barely slept and they were running constantly on runs to get food. Um, the Church of Glad Tidings provided runners for us as well. And we just kept a constant flow of food. The first night was a potluck. That was um, Wednesday night. And then Thursday and Friday, um, breakfasts were provided by the cafe there. And when I say provided, there was a purchase there of the cafe at, at the Church of Glad Tidings. But the lunches and the dinners were included. And it was an incredible event to go outside and see several hundred people all sitting down at tables and all engaged in active conversations people that didn't know each other ever before. It was the, what, what is now going to become the hallmark of our Bars Fest because the most important piece is the food and it really brings us together in a beautiful way. So I was Yuba City and then we begin planning for a, a second Bars Fest, which was going to be in, in September. It was going to be in Fredonia, Kansas, a little bit out of the way place. Everything was going fine. So par- approximately a month after Yuba City, um, we get that canceled. And the community kind of pushed back on it. They weren't real comfortable with the size of the community with what Bars Fest was. And so they canceled. And there's a lot of Mennonites down there. I don't have any criticism to that, but they felt that it was a little bit too unorthodox for their orthodoxy. So we had no place to go. And this is Enter Duncan, um, who I think is going to be on the show later this week. If I'm not mistaken, I'll, I'll, he and I talked last week, and I think he's going to come on the show later this week. But we're going to pre-record it unless I can fix this live stuff. But that won't be a problem. And we're going to have Teddy on this week, too. We're going to discuss that. So anyway, um, for all of you that keep are out there that keep thinking Duncan and I hate each other, <laughs> whatever. He's a great man. We all have our times. It's all good. In the season. So anyway, we... Um, we are literally now at a place where we don't really know where we're going to be. And we're praying on it and I'm praying on it and praying on it. And finally, I take it to God and it's like, listen, God, we're in kind of our last week because we have to come to a decision here. And we've been about two weeks almost. Um, two weeks coming in to not having any location. I know the location's been suspended. I haven't said anything because I really want God to point out where we're going to go. And so I take it to, to prayer and I'm like, listen, Lord, um, Here's the problem. I, I fully trust in you. This is my prayer. I say, I trust in you, completely trust in you for a location. But if we don't have a location by this Friday, I'm going to have to cancel Bars Fest because I can't have people putting in their money and making reservations and then not being able to get their money back. This, this is where God is so awesome. He is so awesome. Right after, it was two days later. It actually starts 24 hours later. Duncan says, I think we've got a place nearby that may work. It's a campground. 24 hours later, I'm talking to the owner. His name's Willie. And he's like, yeah, we'd love to have you here. Let's get you down here. And he discounts the price and wants us there and wants this revival here. And there we are. We are in Kentucky. And uh, and away we are. Away we go. And it is a 
fantastic event in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. I didn't know who the, where the place was. And so we pulled together the team, and Jim pulls together the grill team, and we get everything. Unfortunately, Teddy couldn't be there because he had other commitments at his church, which I totally understand. And Teddy was at Yuba City, by the way. And so, um, and that's another thing real quick. We're going to be finally launching our, um, finally going to be launching our t-shirt store this year. And that's going to be printed by, to a large degree, by Teddy and and his his operation there. So he's, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be in-house. So it's pretty awesome. So that's coming. We'll talk about that at the end. So anyway, we, we go through the whole event there. We set up for the event and the event kicks off. We have a very unique cadre again. This time we've got our speakers. We have pastors, speakers. But, but this is a teaming with Michelle and Leah. And so we end up bringing in some people that I would never have been able to get access to, which I love. And it's fantastic. And we started to see the meshing together of two nations. Really powerful and a and really amazing group of people. And we start to see that and bringing those two nations to where they are working not as one under one banner, but they're starting to get to know the communities and starting to leverage off of the communities, which had already started a year ago. But it was literally like taking gas or fire and adding gas because it just took off in a brilliant way. And so many great people that were on both sides of the camp anyway that I didn't realize. People that were listening to the show and listening to Michelle and Leah's show. And it brought this community together in a fantastic way. And it was fantastic. We had everything from, we stayed away a lot from our medical journey stuff. We had really, we did have Dr. Lee Merritt. We had some, a transhumanist. We had a number of people. We had Brad Cummings. We had um, Pastor Anthony. We had a number of people there. We all had our time to speak. And then we had this whole lineup of people that the resistance chicks brought in, which were just fantastic speakers. Um, and then we also had the whole cadre of special forces, special operators, which was Cam Hamilton uh, Dr. Doc Pete Chambers and Corey Terry, and also Brad Miller, who was a former battalion commander of 101st Airborne. All these people who had stood up against and resisted the vax, but were all walking with God. And that's the most amazing thing, part of it. So that event is going on. We have we have a big deliverance session. Um, i trying to think when we had our roundtable. I think we had our big roundtable, which was a big roundtable Friday night. And this is, an, this is when another community is brought in. And it's really amazing because as we start to get into, um, and if someone just wrote it, it's correct. I'm just going to highlight this. And it's true. This is Ryan Seeking the Past says this. We did over 100 baptisms, by the way. Over 100 baptisms at Bars Fest, which was phenomenal. And we just, we couldn't stop. It was just a crazy good experience of everything that was there. And we had a, baptismal tank set up and we were just literally, I, I, I was involved in all of them, which I'm deeply honored. So we had Pastor Brad Cummings and I did a bunch of baptisms and then Brian Derrico from, um, I should say Pastor Brian Derrico, he doesn't use pastor, but he should, uh, from Church of Glad Tidings and I did a, a whole batch of them. So we get to Friday night and it's a very significant event because we have a round table going on and We've got this all organized. You have to understand me. Like I get something going and I get like focused and I want to, I'm, I'm moving along and I should know better when you're working with God, especially in an event like this. And Michelle and Leah come up with this woman. I don't know who she is. She's not, I've never seen her before. And, um, 
they said, we need the, they need the mic. Now, I always laugh at this because when Michelle and Leah asked for the mic, you just sit back and enjoy because it's going to be something and you're going to be surprised and you're going to love it in the end, but it's going to be a wild ride. And it's going to be good. So they took the mic and they start talking about this lady. And they're like, we just came over and we were doing an interview with her. And this is Pastor Devonese Ball. My Pastor Devonese, I don't even know who this is. And I'm looking at this. Now you have to understand something has happened that you don't know about. Or most of you don't know about. It, it was about two weeks, it was about a week prior, maybe two weeks at most, before Bards Fest. And I get this rather nasty written email. And this person is not nasty. But it, it was in as they told me later, they had to write it this way to get my attention. That's what God told them to do. And I'm like, it worked, trust me. And it was basically telling me, uh, suggesting that I was being a, a racist by not including black pastors in Bards Fest. And I think you all know about how I'll take that because that doesn't, it doesn't really settle well with me. And I retorted back with something not totally nice, but something to the effect of stop being woke. And we do the best we can, but I made the comment that that uh, I was like, look, I don't have access to black pastors. So we've, everybody we had here, we were, we literally, we literally prayed on, as we always do. Everybody gets prayed on, and God says yes or no. And so we we're very comfortable with the lineup. But the funny thing is when it was said, I looked at the lineup, and I go, I hate to admit this, but this is completely right. We are completely dominant with white pastors. I have no voice. We have women's voices. We have men's voices, but we have no voice into the black community, which is a significant community. So here we have Pastor Devonese Ball, and I'm looking at her, and I'm seeing a black pastor there, and I hear God say, give her the mic, get her on stage, give her the mic. And so she, I invite her up to join the round table, and this is all a round table of men, military men, and all white military men predominantly. Ask her to come up and take a seat. And I, I guarantee you that everybody's probably wondering what in the world is Scott doing? And I'm just, at this point, I'm going to tell you, I didn't know. What I was doing is I was following exactly as God told me to do. And I'm just being obedient going, okay. And I'm looking at the fact that Michelle and Liam were doing this. And I'm trusting in them 100% because I know their discernment is off the scale. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is, but we're going to find out. And she starts to speak. And it's like she tells the story how she was called to go to Bards Fest and she didn't want to go and she had the similar feelings. Like, I don't know who these people are. It's like a bunch of white people maybe. And, and there she is and she says, God tells me they love me. And so she says, okay. And everything was provided for her to come. And here she comes in and she's just unbelievable. And since then, she's been on the show. I connect with her. She's been to in the, when the, on the event that we had in, on a, in a Halloween, that 31st event, she was with Michelle and Leah. She's going to be at this next deliverance event. And I've had the chance to introduce her spiritual mentor, who is just another great connection. And we're building now a true tribe of community connection into the black pastor community in the world. That's God. It's just amazing. Huge thing. It's I think on the radar, probably what people at Bars Fest wouldn't scale that as large as it was and what it represented. And again, as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking back to this email. I'm like, God, you sure know how to got my attention. You got right under my skin to remind me. And here it is. This happened. So we had an, an amazing Bars Fest. We were going to end on Saturday night. I'm sorry, Sunday morning. We were going to do a service. That was an add-on. 
And Sunday ends up being this incredible service. It didn't go, I expected it to go like an hour and a half. We went almost six hours. I think it was five hours of service that morning. And it was testimonies and it was Un, you know, un, and people coming up and talking on the stage. Corey Terry's son walking through and giving everybody his hugs. That's Lehman, and, and it just—it was just an a beautiful event. Leah giving one of the most amazing testimonies ever on a on a on a Sunday morning where she's in tears talking about how she hasn't gone to church for years because of the lack of the, the sense of feeling of the Holy Spirit. And there she is, it was alive, and she was there feeling like this was the first time she's seen so much life in, in the Holy Spirit in an event. It's beautiful. And we go through this whole thing. I really have a kind of a big announcement coming up here in a second. You're going to be pretty happy. And so we, um, we just, it just ended up being this incredible event. And then we, what did we do? We went and baptized a bunch more people, which is incredible, which in, included Michelle, Leah, and myself. And coming out of that, there were three, four prophetic words spoken that you are now spiritual brother and sister, which is incredible. It was just amazing. I mean, all that happened. So there, there's that event. It's super intense. And then we ended up planting three fig, fig trees across the property. And this thing went on even until that night. And we didn't break camp until Monday morning. We really officially moved. And the, Willie was the owner, just loved that and enjoyed us having there so much. So from there, as we start to see this event, which is very consuming on the channel, because the shows get always get a little bit set aside as we focus purely on the live streaming, and the live streaming was successful, though always laden with its own challenges. Um, we, I ended up, God led me to go up to Milford, and that's up in Ohio, where, and I stayed five days, not with, I worked five days with Michelle and Leah. We did podcasts together, we did a bunch of praying together. It's an amazing event. And that's really where we started to get into a, a deeper message. And God put it on my heart starting the week before when I got there. I left bars, I left the Bars Fest and I went up to Louisville and then into uh, on the way up to Milford. I went through the Ark, the Ark Encounter, which is in Kentucky, a, an amazing res, restoration of the Ark, which is incredible. And just about twenty, I remember walking through. I got twenty words. I, I recorded audio, like audio, audio messages of. 20 different words that were given. And everything was talking about going back to the root and going back to the garden. And so we started to look at this whole shift and we started to see a bit of a shift in the nature of the focus of the fight. And the fight ultimately, as we're talking about now, is really taking us into the root, which is talking about restoration of the family, which ties into Operation Vineyard, getting, restoring, rescue, heal, and restore. And all these things start to merge together now after Bars Fest. We start to see God's bigger vision and bigger plan on how the messaging is working to start to knit together and understanding this entire war that we're fighting and the political, legal, economic, all these distractions are ultimately extensions of the major fight, which is at the root of destroying the family unit and destroying the children. And that's been our major focus. So all of these things together lead to a really profound year of coming together as different tribes, people, a lot of different events, uh, myself, I've spent from from Bards Fest to today it was 14 weeks to today, and that's been an amazing amount of shift in myself. What I've been through, I have been through the in that whole process. I have gone through left Bards Fest. I was in immense camp in Yuba City. I went to Isaiah 61 in Yuba City. 
Uh, a few weeks later, I was down in, in Tucson, Arizona, getting a reversal surgery done for my vasectomy as God led me. That's part of an upcoming documentary story about that whole event, but more importantly about the bigger issue around it. And then we have the Cantrells now who have were part of our big event we had on the 31st and the 1st, which was taking back those nights and for the Knights of Freedom. And, the, and we had three consecutive events after that, I mean, after Bars Fest. So we had Yuba City, the Resistance Chicks in Ohio, and we were up in Portland outside in Hillsboro, and we did that whole night. We did it all through the night. We did prayer and worship. Deliverance, healing was fantastic. And then we come back now to where we are here today with the Cantrells now, part of this ministry here in Oregon, helping, and Paul and I are working to stand up the Barn Church here on this property. We have the new Bards Nation School, that's been built and turning, being stewarded to hand over to Bards Nation. We have um, some emerging opportunities in Montana for another location. And the big news is, as we had talked about at Bards Fest, I just talked to Willie and we're back into discussions of how that camping property in Flemingsburg can be part of Bards Nation on a permanent basis over the next few years as we make that transition over the next year or two. So all of this has brought the community together and we're starting to see God work to build kingdom strongholds. A very phenomenal place that we've been to and able to start building up and building these kingdom strongholds that I believe this is gonna be part of where we're going. It's gonna be very important. These kingdom strongholds are more than just places. They're places that will end up having centers for deliverance and healing, prayer, worship. It will have, um, There'll be the presence of, of prophetic and apostolic, and there's going to equally be in there. It's going to be the focus on sust, uh, sustainability so and, and homesteading. So you're going to have in each of these locations the focus on gardening and raising animals and learning to use horses and these sorts of basic skills from forging to, to woodworking to welding, etc. So all of this is starting to take shape as we start to build out this greater community. And it's powerful, and it's big. And on top of this, we have one other outlier, which is we're still working on, and it unfortunately kind of slipped through the cracks with so many things going on, but there is a location we're still working on in Chile with Mila, and I'm hoping we can get that off the ground. And she's taken the brunt of that, and we'll have to start to see to support her as well. But that, unfortunately, has been very difficult to... I was hoping we were going to run a Bars Fest down there, and we weren't able to this year because we couldn't get down there without taking the vax or going through a... a PCR test, and neither one of those is going to fly. But we'll keep working on it. So that's kind of the year in review of where we are, and it's, it's a pretty powerful time that we've, we've arrived at with so many opportunities now before us. And one of the big things we also did this year, which was a huge event, which was we finally launched the Bars Nation community community social media site, and that's on our site, Bars Nation. So our new, our new websites now are Bards Fest and Bards Nation, bardsfest.com and bardsnation.com. And on those on the barsnation.com, which is going to be a massive growth this year on that online presence, which will include that for the first time, which we promised now for about three years, is going to truly be the swag store, which will be up there. That's ready to roll. And we're also going to we have the community social media site, which is Bards Community, which is not just Bards Community. We have active presence of Resistance Nation, and we're trying to bring other people in. It's a very good site. We launched that, Michelle Lee and I launched that together. It was put together by Hannah, my assistant, and Charlie, our web designer, and they spent 
tons of time and hours doing it and they did a phenomenal job and it's still growing and it's doing a great job. And we, and it's a combination between Telegram and Facebook and it's just come together very well. I've, I've had nothing but positives on it. We've had a few signup issues, which they're solving. This is really fantastic. So we have an actual place like we had hoped to, to be our own community building and network building so that we can get people to start connect. And we're going to emphasize that a lot over 2024 to start bringing people together, not just online, but physically locate them so we can people can start to know who their fellow Bard's person will be. Very, very important issues. So lots of great things have happened. Lots of great things ahead that we're looking at. So a great uh, 2023 in review. But it all goes back to why I wanted to start the show today with Teddy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Bear, is that so much of this has happened and could not have happened without his assistance and his help and his, and his friendship and his, his support for this community. And, it's just, and we will get him on this week. We'll talk about it. But we always have to remember where we come from. I think that's the most important thing. 2024, in my opinion, is going to be a year of victory. And I think it's important for us to mindset this as we step in. We cannot be sitting on the outside of thinking that we are trying to struggle to fight into victory. We have to remember we have victory and we're just bringing victory into the world. I am not concerned about the craziness that's going to happen. We have to be vigilant. But I truly believe that as we sit and walk in our authorities, as God gave us, that we are intended to fight this war spiritually first and foremost. And we have to. We have to take on the principalities, the strongholds. We have to pray our way to victory into this. And I believe that there's nothing greater than prayer warfare. I don't believe that, um, I believe that God's children are going to be very well protected this year. But I know that we're going to see a lot of challenges on the global scale of what we're going to look at. I think that we're going to see some enormous amount of chaos, and I think we're going to see shortages, and I think we're going to see death at a rate that we've never conceived because of this death shot that people were given. And it's going to be rough in ways, emotionally more than anything. So if the biggest thing saying going into 2024, it's read your Bible more and get into the Word more, pray more, and stay focused on that walk in Jesus and everything you do. I, I can't stress that enough. Those are the fundamentals that we can't deviate from. And whether or not you're comfortable with deliverance or spiritual healing, I, I'm going to let God speak to you on that. I know where we're going to focus. I know that here's going to be a lot of emphasis this year, more and more on the, the powers of waging spiritual war. And it's going to include deliverance, and it's going to include spiritual healing. It's going to include uh, the using the walk in the, the Christ timeline healing, a variety of things like this, which are extremely powerful in restoring lives and being, bringing people out of trauma in particular. We're going to be focusing a great deal on building foundations of for this community. And that's one of my, probably the biggest commission I have this year as we start to bring Bard's Nation model into the Operation Vineyard focus which is rescue, heal, restore, rooted at the family, rooted at the children. We're going to start looking at building out physical facilities and linking with other common ideologies within or common uh, connections and focus within Bard's Nation. And we want to build this out to create strongholds, which we're going to need. There's no question about it. And it's going to be centers that we're really going to have to raise up to be there for people to help heal them, restore them, and and get them back into the fight. Um the, we are, oh, it was a great comment. And this is, thank you, Laura Lee. It was a good comment. One of the things that we started last May that was when I first was called to do it, and it was a prayer 
a prayer show just dedicated to people's prayer requests. And I remember calling Brad Cummings and I, Pastor Brad Cummings, and I said, listen, I'm being called to do this and I don't really know where to begin with this on prayer healing. And his comment was, just start. I said, okay. And I did. And we have ended up with a Sunday morning. It started out Friday and then it went to Saturday, I think. And then we've ended up with Sunday in a couple different times. And that ties in with some schedule changes, which we'll go over here in a minute. But one of the things that we did on a Sunday morning, now we started with every Sunday was today as an example. We are now at 7 a.m. Pacific Sunday morning. And we go from anywhere from an hour and a half to four hours, depending on when it goes. And these are people that put, we encourage you to do it. We take all prayer requests that come in and we pray for them. And we have seen more miracle healings than you can possibly imagine. And the testimonies keep coming in every week. We have the miracle healings for cancer are off scale. I mean, what we've been able to do and when we see that, it's almost like, and I don't mean to minimize it, but it's like we get cancer. We're like, okay, we're going to pray against cancer. And the next thing it's like, oh, cancer test came back clear. And it's like, well, okay, we got that one down. We're getting into the bigger healings now. We're starting to see this. We had a profound healing. I've told this testimony a couple of times, but a um, friend of ours, a follower of ours that's in the UK, uh, Janet, had some friends down off the coast of Africa. I believe it was off the coast of Africa. She told me like three times, and I can't seem to remember the name of the island. But nonetheless, they were scuba diving, and there was a marker boat that he had floating above him to mark where he was at. It apparently drifted off, and as he came up, a this friend of hers, uh, who was from the United States, was hit by a, a, a fishing boat, and it tore open his pelvic area and broke his pelvis, and pretty much put him in ICU and they didn't know whether he was going to survive. And she sent the prayer over to us and said, so the, uh, I'm just reading something here. It's Scott's fault that we are doing emergency foster care as formerly retired old folks. Huh? I'm not even sure what that is. Thanks for that strange comment. Anyway. <laughs> okay. You're doing emergency foster care because it is what we do to help others out. So anyway, um, he got his he got his, his entire innards torn up, broken pelvis. We prayed on him, and in so praying on him, a week later, he flew back to Illinois and was totally functional. Other than the fact they just they still had to finish, which we just prayed on again, uh, some some final, we call it replumbing, just in some of the areas because he was having to use a, a bag um, in, in his lower bladder area. That's one of many examples of people being in the hospital, praying for them. And the biggest thing we've stumbled on this year in our prayer and success is to understand what the doctors do. They spell cast. And once we started to unlock that, and that all came from prayer and awareness of what we were doing, we literally are in a place now where we're starting to break this this spell casting and starting to reset the things. We had um, Candy, who was our photographer, who had a horrendous um, stroke after Barsfest, and she was found on the floor some period of time without oxygen. They basically said about a third of her brain had died. And, um, and in so doing, um, she was said that she would never recover. Basically, she'd be a vegetable. When we began to pray on it, Michelle and Leah's Resistance Nation started to pray on it. We just put all sorts of efforts on it. I was down actually in Yuba City when I got the call, and I remember calling our prayer team and saying, start praying. And the first thing I said to them, which is 
where I think we all have to realize, I said, whatever you do, I said, rebuke anything these doctors say about candy. And for the time being, don't let the, the concerns of Jim, her husband, infect our prayers. Pray for healing, demand healing, and focus on that because that's the authorities we have. I was able to do a message to Jim, her husband, and Michelle and Leah prayed with him as well, and we teamed our two groups together powerfully. And Jim took that and ran with it. And he set up an operation station in the room with his wife, and he set up a rule that not nobody in there, whether it was an orderly, whether it was a, a nurse or a doctor, could speak anything of death near his wife. He could not speak about end times, how long much life she had, what her forecast was. Everything had to be positive, and everything had to be turned in one way or another towards Scripture. And Jim began praying there every day with her, and they prayed life into her. They played hymn music. Well, this goes on for about four weeks. Well, I The final call, I have to call Jim, in fact, but the last call I had with her, Candy was able to say amen at the end of the end of it, and now Candy's home. Okay, after them saying she'd be a vegetable, she's coming back. She's completely healed, and it's phenomenal to see, and we see this over and over. So this is the root and the core of everything we're talking about in terms of prayer healing and the magnitude of what we can do because when we come together and we pray, we really change the world. So I really want to emphasize that piece here because as we look into 2024, there is, even the show I did Friday night, there is a lot of darkness that we're facing. And I kind of went over those details of what the plans of bringing in these, these illegals and in the fighting age males and weapons trafficking across the border, economic disruptions, black swan events, EMP stuff, um, you know, directed energy weapons stuff, 5G manipulation, the continued out output or a result of the vax. We go on a list of things. A tyranny in our own government, the likelihood we're heading into some form of martial law. Again, all of these things. All of that, we need to be fighting against in prayer right now. And we need to be waging that war in the principalities to literally wage those wars against these spirits that are out there and to totally take back kingdom and take back and break down these strongholds and destroy these strongholds with the spiritual weapons we're given. We need to be engaging people. We need to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ on a daily basis. We need to literally be praying in to heal the sick and, and the broken, to help the orphans and the widows. And we need to be focused heavily on deliverance and ultimately as far as you're willing to go, as Christ said, even raising the dead. And the raising of the dead often is just a spiritual raising of some place where we literally are in a place where we're raising people up from a dead spirit in Christ to bring them into the, into Christ and then going greater works and all of that. This is our, our authorities that we have and we have to, as we focus hard on them in 2024, I think we will find that we will have greater victory than we have any, any idea. I'm not concerned. I'm not sitting here in an anxiety place. And if there's one piece to conquer this year, it's to eliminate fear out of you. If you have fear, step aside from it. Step into the full body of Christ. Walk fearlessly and know that we will be okay. If you are a gun stacker, an ammo stacker, take a breath a bit. Put more time into the word. Pray more heavily into the, into the spirit and join us in that fight. If it comes down to where ultimately we're going to, if we see some sort of fight in, in what I like to refer to as the sword of steel in reference to Peter in the garden, then pray on it. The biggest thing we miss in all this is God should be leading our hand in everything. And God has led our hand as an entire community. This channel started in May of 2019. There were 100 people on that channel, followers, subs. I don't even, I don't even know if any of them were that active. 
I remember when we I hit my first benchmark of a thousand and then ten thousand on YouTube. I remember when I crossed over a hundred thousand on YouTube. And then I remember when it blew up. And I remember how quickly on Podbean it went from a hundred thousand to one million downloads, and then it was at five million downloads. And today, which is just incredible to consider, there's forty three point eight million downloads on this site with twenty seven hundred twelve episodes. This, this channel has grown worldwide. There's representative places all over. And we go through our normal ebbs and flows. There was a lot of concern post-Bardsfest. And some of that was a, a challenge um, for just a number of reasons. I mean, I, we left Bardsfest. Many people were touched and impacted deeply by what happened in Bardsfest. It was truly a Holy Spirit event. I mean, the picture to me that sums up Bardsfest the most there's a number of them. This is um, the one on our website, which I absolutely love. Just it's Michelle Lee and I, after we had been baptized, and that moment that we shared, truly with the blessings and the anointing that God gave us, and it's it's huge. But we have the other piece there, which is a picture. If you sort through the pictures, and we're going to use it more this year, it is the pavilion under which we had our festival, and there's an empty wheelchair there. That person came in in a wheelchair and walked out on their own. That's the level of spiritual presence and Holy Spirit stuff that was going on at that festival, and it was incredible. And that's literally at the core of everything we're doing. And so with that, there's the devil did its attack and tried very hard to do its attack and tried very hard to divide. And unfortunately, a lot of people became suspect to it, susceptible to it. And I will say this to the credit of this community. This community has held strong. This community has prayed. And we continue now to see the healing coming back in as the, as the effects of this demonic attack are dissipated and we start to see the divisions healed and people come back. There was a lot of issues around Duncan and I, and I, it was unjust, it was unfair, and, um, but that's okay. I, I, don't take, I don't worry about it because the outside view and the inside view, there's a respect that we have to have as we work with one another, as we should do in all things, as we don't air our grievances always publicly. The most important place is to hear our grievances between one another and then to make sure that we work through those to restore what we have. And that's often forgotten in our, in our commentaries on social media because everybody wants to see things in the public, but that's not biblical because it's not, it's not accountable. And that's really where we need to be. And we need to remember that in all things. Okay, it's essential that we get into that place. We start to really hold our place as accountability. So these these knittings together are coming together very nicely. We're entering into 2024, very strong, a very strong community, very strong resources underneath us. We have our own community site, which is on its own server. We're going to be we're going to be creating a, a parallel broadcasting ability very soon on our website for these podcasts with a form of chat that's going to be there so people will be able to exchange. It won't be the same as Podbean, but it will be our own just in case something goes down. Let us not forget, we were down for two weeks. I mean, literally, I, I aired the Basel Boz interview, and I got up the next morning, and I couldn't get online at all. My computers wouldn't work. Nothing worked. And there's a whole series of events that happened there that caused that to happen. But at the end, it took two weeks to get through that. And I ended up having to buy brand new computers and reset everything, which part of that was this tonight of the things that are still causing problems. And I just laugh now. It's like the devil's trying to do his thing and he's not going to succeed. So we continue to overcome. And if there's one hallmark of, of what I would say about a Bars Nation, it's a Bars Nation continues to prove to be leadership in the body of Christ and overcoming 
the obstacles that we face because we face an enormous amount of obstacles that a, a brick and mortar church does not face. And those, uh, those obstacles are building community, building intimacy in that community based on a community that often doesn't know each other other than screen names. And yet we do it. And that was all the vision from the very beginning. And again, another hat tip to Teddy Gonzalez, who was able to carry that vision into implementation and literally help bring that to, to a reality. And this is where we are today. So we've had a long journey. And this last year was not at all easy on many levels, but it was great and successful. And, and we've, we had a pretty tough go for a post-Bards Fest for about six or eight weeks. And we still persevered. And we had to overcome many things. And you've stayed with me and I've stayed with you. And we just keep going forward and we will continue to grow. And we are going to grow fantastically this next year. We're going to be starting some new stuff this year in 2024. So I want to give you some highlights and some really important things. We are going to encourage, starting in 2024, donations. And the idea of this is sewing in. I don't like donations. I like the idea of sewing because we're going to start having to, we're going to start asking the community as a whole to start sewing in small amounts trying to get on kind of a monthly thing where we can start having those resources to finish the Bars Nation School, build out some of the infrastructure in the on the property here in Oregon where we're building this training space and deliverance space to being able to build out and acquire the property in, uh, in Flemingsburg and to work with infrastructure in Montana. These are four locations and to support the location in Chile. All these things are part of our goal this year. There's monetary goals we have. We're going to encourage that sewing in. And we're also looking at the principle. What I'm going to be adding is, you know, there's been a change schedule-wise this last week, which has God put in my heart. We eliminated the night show of Fishers of Men. We've gone to two shows a day, which is 7 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Pacific. Those are the two shows, which are Bended Knee and Bards FM. And those shows now are allowing me to put more emphasis on deeper and richer content the morning show is now an hour rather than half an hour. And this evening show, like tonight, we're already at a little over an hour and 20. That's where we have the evening shows and have deeper and richer content and give us a little more flexibility without having to go to midnight. It allows people to follow a little bit better. And it gives us gives me more time during the day to do these other things that I'm working on, which will include, as God listed this year, and we, we have building out this infrastructure on this property up in, in, in Oregon includes two properties, includes a, an, an urban gardening center that has to be improved, which is where my parents are. And then I have to, the Sutherland property to build out more of the cattle. We're adding horses this year. We're going to be adding a full greenhouse green growing capacity, uh, a whole butchery. These are things that are happening this year. And eventually we're adding some living spaces that are temporary living spaces where people can come in and stay for two, three, four days and work through ministry and healing, and we're adding a barn church up here. So it's an active ministry location. So it's happening very quickly. All of these things coming together very, very, very well. So lots of things happening there. In addition to um, the documentary, which is Bards of War Fighting or Family is Everything. That's in the process right now. And there'll be probably another documentary. I don't know what it's going to be quite yet, but that's in the plan. And if all goes well, this is a massive list, but as God has put in his heart, my first book this year. So lots of things happening. And that leads us now to the final statement of what about Bards Fest in um, in 2024. And as I said earlier, there will be one. There'll be a lot of pop-up events. We're going to encourage those pop-up events, just like this Dan Patch revival on the 13th of January with Resistance Chicks. But we're also going to be focusing heavily 
on the One Bards Fest this year, which will be in Flemingsburg. And, and that I look forward to. It's going to be a big event. There's going to be, like I said, look for other small events that will pop up regionally. But the main Bards Fest event will be in, in September, October range of 2024. And we'll fix those dates here within the next couple of months. So that's kind of it for going into 2024. We've had an amazing year. I want to thank you all because it's really been an amazing year. And all of you that are here, you've been so much part of that and building that, raising that. And all of you in this community that continue to share the, the podcast and pray with us and be part of all this community, it's quite amazing. I would encourage you very heavily, two things this year if you can find the time. One is whenever you can, you join us on chat in Podbean. It is an amazing chat. It is a great community, and we, we love to see it. We love to see people there. Also, be part of the community online that we built. This is a huge resource, and it's a way for people to connect and grow and do as we do. And that'll help us continue to build out that networking that and and foundation that is so strong within Bars Nation. So, Patriots, I want to thank you all because it's an incredible 2024. We've uh, or 2023. We're heading into having an incredible 2024. Most of all, keep victory on your heart because this is not about being run off. We're having to catch up. We are trying to take things back, and we're on the offensive now, and I think that's the most important piece. So with that, let's pray. Father, God, I just want to thank you tonight for all that we have and all you've given us and just a blessing of, of where we are. So, Father, we're just recognizing the fact that so much has happened in this past year, so much, and we are in a, an incredible place of literally um, realizing that the power and network that has been built through this body of Christ and the fellowship that is forged here online to what we call Bards Nation. But more importantly now that as we start to assemble other tribes together, Bards Resistance Chicks and hopefully now through Pastor Devonese, a whole dimension in the Black Pastoring Movement and also connections now with Navajo Nation to start weaving together communities that otherwise were disparate and starting to put them under a common focus and banner where we can march together and fight side by side to dislodge this enemy and continue to bring kingdom to earth. So, Father, we pray for all that you continue to bless us with. We thank you. We humble ourselves before you, and we ask that you show us whatever it is that we need to repent for. Whether we don't, whether we see it or not, show us and reveal it in our hearts that which we must repent for. Let us repent daily on what we do. And, Father, with that, let us approach that throne humbly all in all that we do as you we burn away all that is not you and we raise up all that is you and truly walk in a more purified walk throughout the year. Father, we're blessed with all that you give, we're blessed with this continued growth of this community. And we pray healing and blessing over all of Bars Nation, all the Resistance Nation, and all the in, in associated groups to start to assemble with us here. We pray a blessing of, of, of prosperity, a blessing of healing, a blessing of, of goodwill. And most importantly, praying that people continue to seek deep within the Word, to grow more thoroughly within the Word of, of the Gospel, to raise that up as one of the greatest weapons. Read the Bible is what we should be saying in every show, and we will. And so, Father, guide us and protect us in this time, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Kind of some final notes just to to highlight here. One, read the Bible. I can't speak it enough. I'm going to be very candid. This has been one of my struggles in the last few, or more than that, like the last eight or ten weeks. The time that I've been spending, I've been not spending enough time in the Word. Make time. Make time every day to spend an hour or two hours in the Word every day. It's going to be our most important foundation of how we fight this fight. If you can, get a Founder's Bible. Founder's Bible, to me, is one of the best Bibles to have right now. It's an NASB 1995 edition. I also highly recommend for my own reading that you consider using Amplified, AMP. I think there are two 
very strong versions. I'm also using the new King James version. I'm only because I have it on Audio Bible and it's one of the better Audio Bible apps, but consider that as well in getting an Audio Bible to literally put yourself to sleep at night and just let it play while you sleep. Such an important time right now to get deep in the Word, and we have to do this. This is These are our tools of war, and there is nothing that you're going to be able to do without that sort of foundation. That's how we win at the end of the day. And when we walk that place of love, we really do become overcomers in this world. There's nothing that we face that we can fear. So patriots, I'm, I'm grateful for where we are and grateful for all of you. I, I'm excited about 2024. I think we just have an enormous opportunity ahead. We have great people in this community. Some of the, I would say some of the best in the world, without any question, some of the best in kingdom, let's put it that way. Um, blessed and honored to work with all those I have and blessed and honored to have you all part of this. And let us continue to work together to heal, to unite, and to grow the expanse and reach that we have. A few things just in all of this. If we end up in conflict with one another, go to prayer. It's a simple rule. And as a rule, I want everybody to follow that when we find those conflicts, go to prayer. And let's work through these conflicts as God would want us to. If we are working in unison and having great things happen, go to prayer. Amplify that in a great way. Use prayer as our tool to heal, to mend, to restore, to walk more powerfully in the word, and to build a more mighty nation than we currently have. Centered on prayer, everything we do. So, patriots, thank you. We are, have had an amazing 2023. We have an amazing 2024 ahead. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow morning for Bended Knee on, on New Year's Day. It's going to be a great show. We also have a show tomorrow with Resistance Chicks at starting at 5 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be myself and Leah and Michelle. We're going to do the year in review. It's going to be a powerful and great show. It's also their seventh year anniversary for their show on that day. So lots of things going on. Patriots, until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Happy New Year. And out for now.